In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, hey, listeners, what's up? Jeff Zimfer. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I appreciate you listening wherever you are. Your car, the walk, your gym. I don't know. Maybe you're on an airplane somewhere. Hey, guess what? Travel's back, right? Vegas is back. That's right. Where I live. I was just out in Vegas last weekend and it was busy, packed. And of course, June 1st here is when the mask mandates go away. And why I'm telling you about Vegas is incredibly relevant. Uh, you'll learn why that's relevant in just a moment. But I wanted to set up this interview first uh, a return visit from my good friend, Renee Rodriguez. And Renee has been helping mortgage and real estate professionals as well as other professionals, corporations of all sizes for over 20 years. Um, and if I had to boil down what Renee, I, I find the most beneficial from listening uh, to Renee and learning from Renee is he's all about influence. For the last 20 years, he's researched and applied behavioral neuroscience to help people understand and leverage the human mind and the brain to become more influential. Influential in their conversations and dealings with other people, but of course more influential with yourself and your own behavior. And on this episode, what we do is really kind of unpack and break down. I ask Renee, kind of starting out the gate, is who he is and what is his superpower. And you'll hear his response to that, which then leads to a, a pretty insightful um, discussion about right neuroscience and influence in the brain and how we relate this specifically to the conversations that you have with people every single day in your life. This includes right? People who show up and say, what's your rate? This includes realtors who are like, well, why should I use you? And this includes, right? People in your everyday life. And you're going to hear certain terms you may or may not have heard before, like framing, for example, and um, some other very, very interesting um, things that I think will be beneficial to you uh, coming directly from Renee. Now, we have a very special announcement with this podcast episode that I want you to pay attention to. Because you may have seen, if you follow Renee on social media, if you've seen any of his videos or whatnot for the last several years, he's been doing sold out events, this event called uh, Amplify. And they're typically very exclusive, small events um, for $5,000 per person to attend. And he's had some of the most successful, high producing mortgage originators and professionals in our industry attend and give rave reviews. 
And so first and foremost, you should know that, right? He has a lot of credibility. And if the best of the best go to him to learn, that's what I want to do too. So with that set up, here's the good news. For the first time ever, Renee is bringing Amplify Live to Las Vegas, August 19th, that's right, August 19th, Planet Hollywood in Vegas, in conjunction with the Originator Connect event that's also happening simultaneously. And so Renee is limiting the attendance to this to a maximum of 500 originators, professionals, real estate agents, whatever, from across the country, 500 people max. And you are going to spend a day, right, with your sleeves rolled up and your notepad out and your pen or pencil ready to walk through, right, his curriculum on neuroscience and influence and how to communicate better with people around you so you can be more influential. And once again, more influential with others and yourself because the most important skill I think for us to succeed in life is communication. How effective of a communicator are you? Well, I haven't found anybody that's as good as Renee in creating a shift or a change in your beliefs, in your framework, how you approach communication, how you see yourself getting clear on your story, on you know who you are and how you show up in the world, basically. Um, so you, if you can't tell by now, he has my highest endorsement. I'm going to the event. And so I want to give you the website for that. And then Renee was generous enough to do a special discount code for my listeners. So the website is amplifylive.com. And I'll put it in the show notes, but it's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-I, live.com. So it's amplify with two I's, live.com. Okay, link is in the show notes. And then the code to save $100 off the uh, admission is radio 100. So normally it's 495. Use that code. You're getting it for 100 bucks off, 395 for an entire day with Renee. And he's got some incredibly powerful people attending as well. And listen, if you haven't been to a live event, right, since the whole COVID thing, now's the time to get out. I can tell you this. If you're considering going at all, this is in August, once again, August 19th at the Planet Hollywood Las Vegas. It's the same time as the Originator Connect event. By the way, by attending Renee's event, you get admission into Originator Connect as well. So check that out. See if you like the roster of uh, speakers on over there and the agenda over there. But most importantly, uh, by the way, the Originator Connect event happens August 20th through the 22nd, okay? So if you want to stay for that, you can stay for that. Renee's event is the first day, August 19th, Planet Hollywood. Here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Look, I live in Vegas, okay? You need to book your hotel now because Vegas is back. COVID is in the rearview mirror. And Vegas, it's getting extremely busy and the hotel prices are going up. So the sooner you book, the better. Get on this, do it. Go to Amplify Live. That's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-I, live, amplifylive.com. Purchase your ticket or tickets. Use the promo code RADIO100 to save yourself 100 bucks, and I will see you at this event in Las Vegas on August 19th. Without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Renee Rodriguez, welcome to the show. Should we do it again? I thought you were, I thought you were doing an intro. 
Uh, no, no, I do intro separate from this. That is the intro. Let's go into it. Start over. Chugging the water. I'm like, here we go. Let's go. Three, or are we going to say this is this is the beginning too? That this is uh, keep it real. I'm just leaving it like this, bro. I'm going to put it out there. All right, all right. good. Three, two, one. <laughs> Renee, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to see. Good to be here, my friend. Good to connect with you virtually, but soon that will change. We're going to connect in person in Vegas coming up, which we're going to talk about your first, you know, live amplify event we're going to get into that but before we do in case there's anybody in the listening audience here i wanted to ask you this um basically the question is who is renee rodriguez and what's his superpower who is renee and yeah. superpower <laughs> <laughs> you know um i'm who's renee Jeez, Jeff, wait, really? You have to go there. I wasn't ready for that one. Right out of the gate. I know, right? <laughs> you know, I think that Renee is somebody who's passionate about the brain and how to leverage that to help people be their best. And I hate that. That even sounds so cliche, but I, I truly believe that we're only scratching the surface of what's possible. And the more we learn about what's happening in the brain, the more we're able to communicate better, sell more, influence better, be better parents, you name it, um, mm -hmm. better leaders. Mm -hmm. And so for me, having a passion around that is what really drives me in terms of understanding people and leadership. And I'd say probably the, the superpower is I have a really weird ability to hear a story from beginning to end and restructure it and regurgitate that story in a sequence that, that, uh, that sounds really good. And so uh, it's, it's something that we do in Amplify all the time. So I've gotten thousands and thousands of opportunities to practice that skill set. But, and I think that comes from listening. So probably listening. Mm, your superpower is listening. Yeah. I let's mean, go you with that. You probably have sub superpowers or powers related to that, right? But at first it starts with, with listening. What do you, are you like, do you consciously try and pause, block out other stuff? Are you, you know what I mean? Do you go into a certain mode to be a better listener? Yeah. I mean, you, you have to completely empty your mind. And I think that it comes from years of, of learning and researching and studying and being put in scenarios to show me that we all suck at listening. We have the ability to, where most of us are thinking what we're going to respond to, what we'd like, what our agenda is, or, you know, making unconscious judgments of what's going on. Right. And there's a skill set to be able to completely just, just let all that go and listen to what's going on. And then when you listen, you're not only hearing what's going on, you're watching micro expressions in people's mm -hmm. eye movements, in their hands and their feet. And, and when you kind of absorb all of that, you, you hear things in a different way. Hmm. Yeah, I have to say, it's interesting. And I know you've done podcasts and stuff. And, and that's a bit of a challenge if you're interviewing somebody is because you're listening to what's being said, but then also part of your role is to prepare for what's next, right? So well, I think well, I think what yeah. makes you good at this is you're you have a general structure, mm -hmm. but you're going with the energy of what's going on. I've watched you do it where you have something and then you'll feed off of the energy and you're picking that up and then maybe an unconscious competence in your, your end, you know, that, that unconscious yeah. skill set of just being very empathetic and looking at that is I think empathy is, is misunderstood. Empathy is also being, okay, where are their empathy is about running scenarios. If I'm in Renee's shoes, what's he talking about? Oh, okay, hold on. If I'm in my audience's shoes, what are they feeling as I listen to Renee? And you're doing that in milliseconds yeah. to then generate that next question. But if you were stuck on your next question, you wouldn't be able to pick up on any of that. 
Exactly, exactly. And for those listening, that's why I don't really prepare a lot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I got a few bullets. Uh, I mean, obviously, you and I know each other anyways, but I mean, well, really. You say, you say you don't prepare, but yet you've been doing this five years and constantly <laughs> interviewing people, constantly on video, constantly. All that's prep, brother. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. The first video sucked, the first interview, right? Um, I think for, you know, not to make this about me, but um, I think, and this goes with being a good listener, is being naturally curious. Mm. Would you agree? Yeah, I think <clears throat> curiosity is a beautiful word, man. It's one of my favorites because it. Yeah, it's like, what's I beyond tell, that, man? Yeah, well, I tell people, I said, when they're learning how to speak, I said, what if your goal wasn't to sell? What if your goal was to spark curiosity in your idea? Because then you spark curiosity in people and they'll take voluntary energy towards it. And mm -hmm. Volentum, my company name, Voluntary Momentum is what it stands for. Mm -hmm. So I'm very fascinated with sparking curiosity. And I think you're right that if we are ultimately really curious yeah. about what's happening or why someone's thinking a certain way, everything changes. Um. Yeah, it's funny. You said curiosity to create a spark, I believe, is what you said, right? Or sparking curiosity. Sparking curiosity. Yeah, for me, the curiosity is to learn something, right? Whether it's about the person, the individual, because, I mean, we all can learn life lessons from somebody, right? <laughs> Hearing their story. You've got an incredible background experience. I've heard you tell the influence your mom's had on you, you know, in your younger years and all that kind of stuff. And that, of course, influences who you are today. So I think it's, you know, can you, if we put the sales role back on this for those listening, mortgage loan officers typically, how curious would you advise people to get more curious about your clients and partners? Absolutely. Yeah. If you if you know and you can actually be curious and listen enough, the client will guide you mm -hmm. as to how they need to be sold. Mm -hmm. And sold is in meaning here's the value that I need from you. Mm -hmm not sold as in, you know, uh, you know, per manipulated. I'm talking about the true art of selling, which is to offer a, a solution to somebody in need yeah. and then to, to exchange value. Usually it's money, time or energy in exchange for some solution. Our brand is always solving a problem. Our sales, we're solving a problem. And the more we listen, the more we'll get clear on the client's articulation of the problem. There's mm. a great quote in page two of a book called conceptual selling. And I quote it on page two all the time because it's, it's, it's amazing. It's that people buy for their own reasons, not yours. <laughs> Without curiosity, we won't find out what their reasons are. Yeah, yeah. So you got to dig. And sometimes, to what degree is that, is that a skill? Um, some people have it, some people don't. Can you build it? You know what I mean? Can you work out your, your, your curiosity skill? I 100% agree with that. Yeah, and a good friend, Wally Elibieri, he was just at, at one of our last amplifiers, just a monster producer, but just an incredible human being. And we were having this discussion and he talked about talent and skill. Mm -hmm. And talent is something you're kind of born with. And some people may have the predisposition to be better listeners and more empathetic. And But the skill is around what you develop through training. Mm -hmm. And I add on to that, that I always talk about uh, what we call attribute. and You've got talent, which is what you're born with. Skill is what you train for. <clears throat> but attribute is who you are when you're in situations that you didn't train for. Huh. And so I love to reveal people's attributes in, huh. in a lot of the work that we do. What was the quote I think I was reading on your website? Uh, adversity doesn't reveal who, who, do you know what I'm talking about there? That quote about adversity? Adversity, yeah. adversity does not build character, it reveals it. Reveals it. So that's an attribute. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay, so Emerson, pretty smart guy. So uh, that's 
those are character attributes. How, what shows up when you have adversity? I think a hundred percent. Yeah. Some people, you know, I mean, I tell people, I, I never interrupt people when they're revealing themselves through stress. I take notes. Mm. And so if somebody becomes blaming and lashing out, okay, there's their attribute under stress, they blame and they lash out. Some people I know under stress become cool, calm and collected and love those people, right? They're just like, okay, <laughs> what's, what's happening? And they become focused. Some people deer in the headlights, they don't, they become worthless under stress. They just don't know what's going on. And mm -hmm. so the attribute is fascinating, but you can train attribute as well. Mm -hmm. You got to reveal the attribute to train it though. That's why our course is so stressful is that stress reveals attributes. And so we put people under stressful situations yeah. so that we can see what they are train in that moment so that when they're faced with 3000 eyeballs or on a camera in their face or a podcast, you know, that they know how to respond. I've seen some examples of what you mean by under stress from your Amplify events. I've heard, I mean, you're just making everybody break down and cry. Is that how you get to that attribute? <laughs> That's never the goal. Never, the, never goal. the goal. But it happens, doesn't it? Well, here's, and you know this, mm -hmm. leadership is, requires authenticity in, in today's world. Transparency isn't a choice. Mm -hmm. It used to be. It's mm -hmm. not a choice anymore. And so when you're helping people get honest about who they are and there, and what we say is there are taglines, let your heart speak in sequence. And so what does that mean? Your heart is three things. It's your memories, it's your beliefs and your values. And so your memory, we say memories because your values are developed between ages nine and 13. They're solidified by age 21. And so we look, we do take a look at what's happening in your life between ages nine and 13. And was there someone in your life that was really super focused on service, which is why all of a sudden you just happened to love and value service. Or maybe there was something that you saw, you know, somebody take advantage of your parents and they didn't educate them financially. So for some reason you really love to educate people and, mm -hmm. or maybe it was you're watching your, your father work really hard and work ethic and hard work becomes a value of yours. Or your mother was super kind to the neighbor kids and always taking people in and so kindness and caring are, are <clears throat> part of your value set. So when we, we do that, we reveal who you already are because those values were set early. And so a lot of times the re exploration of those, it's kind of like an excavation. You're re exploring who you are and where you come from. Some people get emotional and so what? I mean, if, if you're not willing to move me with emotion, you're not passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And that's one thing that, that I, I, I've been doing this for over 20 years and 20, 20 some years ago, talking about emotion in the workplace was like taboo, but now it is what gives the workplace life yeah. and any leader that understands that, that emotion is critical. It's, it's part of human life. And so if we get emotional about something, it means we're passionate about something and it affected us. We've got to be able to go there. And sometimes we've got to go there first for ourselves before we can even begin to connect with that story for other people. So how does then getting clear on your attributes, discovering your values? I mean, I, like I said, I've seen some of the transformations that your people have gone through, but then how does, how does somebody go back to their office, right? And then apply that, um, to, to improve, either to enjoy the, what they do more, to be more effective, more influential. That's a lot of what you do is how to you know, have more influence. What would you say to that? <clears throat> well, everything we do, I, I do this exercise, we'll have somebody grab their favorite book, right? Grab your favorite book. Okay. And 
I'll say, you know, so I've got one right here, which I love, by the way, pitch anything. And oh, yeah, got I'll it say, over there too. I'll say, great, how do you do that? How do you do what? The book. Pitch anything? What you, yeah, what do you do? How do you, how do, you do the, what you learn in the book? And uh, so many people will be like, oh. well, I, I like the book. Great, how do you do it? Like how? What's the how of that book? Like what are you going to do differently? Right. And they look at me with deer in headlights and I said, here's the thing. I have been driven for 20 years to be able to make sure that everything you do with me, you walk out with exactly how. Mm-hmm. We're just going to spend two and a half days doing the how. And so the, the why is critical, but if you don't have a how sure. to do this lesson, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And so we're teaching, we're helping people get in touch with who they are, but we're, the, most of the time we're spending in the how in the delivery of it. And so everything, there's a concept called gestalt. Have you heard that word before? Gestalt therapy, yeah. Yeah, so gestalt therapy is gestalt psychology. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole sensation and perception side of gestalt. And I look at the sensation and perception side, not the therapy side. And so we look at Gestalt as as we look at the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And so what does that mean? We've heard the term, but it really means that when a whole group of things come together, it communicates a message more than each individual piece does. Mm -hmm. So the first time you used to originate loans, right? Is that correct? Yep. So do you remember the first time you looked at a credit report and you go, what in the world is all of this? Yes. Or remember when the rate sheets that used to be faxed over and you look at it like, what is that? <laughs> but now all of a sudden you look at a credit report, anybody doing this looks at it and goes, oh, it sings to them. It tells them something because the whole is greater. It looks at some, somebody that deals with a car engine. I look at a car engine, I don't know what's going on, but somebody who's been dealing with it knows and hears things and it tells them something because they've reached a point where all of it speaks to you. Mm-hmm. And so... The example is this, we all live under paradigms, right? A paradigm is a way of thinking. For example, how long does it take for you to get home, let's say from, um, I know you're, you're, I think you're probably in your home office right now. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you have an office that you work out or maybe a, like at the gym, somewhere that you go to often? I, yeah, I have a, a trainer, so that's uh, 15 minutes. Okay, 15 minutes. Could you get yeah. to him in 10 minutes? If I, if I sped up and yeah, you sped sure. up. How about, how about five minutes? No way. No way, why? No way. It's too far, too many red lights, too many, you know, obstacles. So law of physics, right? They just yeah. can't go fast enough. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a paradigm that you live under saying, I can't get there in five minutes because of the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. You don't even question the paradigm. Mm-hmm. And so what if I were to show you that behind that bush behind you, there's a little door. And if you step into it, you'll be there in a minute. I like it. Now, I know that's ridiculous, but what if it were true? Mm-hmm. You could actually get there in a minute. Would I ever have to remind you to do that again? No. Hey, don't forget you have a shortcut behind the bush. Right. No. You would never have to be reminded because it's not a motivational issue. It's a learning thing. I found a faster way. And so what happens with Gestalt, you have this aha moment. It's like, wow, I didn't know that was possible. It's the, the aha moment, the light bulb experience where you cross over from not understanding to this understanding. Once you cross over, you cannot cross back. Mm-hmm. And there's all of these visual um, uh, sensation, perception, illusions that show you that you don't see them, you don't see them, you don't see them. But once you see it, like a FedEx logo, mm-hmm. if people know the FedEx logo, if you don't know, Google it. And there's an arrow hidden inside the FedEx logo. Right. And most of you that have not seen it, you'll be like, there is. And then you're going to look at it, you're going to look at it, you're going to be like, oh, there it is. And then you'll see it for the rest of your life because you can't unsee what you just saw. Right. So all of my work is designed around that concept to create scenarios that are not only conceptual, theoretical, but you live them and experience them so that you look at them and say, why would I ever do it the other way? It's so much easier to do it this way. Yeah, for sure. Wow. That's very interesting. So then you're, you're, you're equipping people and this is just my, again, I'm curious, I'm trying to visualize this. 
you know, I'm, I'm creating these, these metaphors, you know, people are leaving time they spend with you going back to their homes with new mindset, new skill sets, new, like, you know, I got a backpack full of cool tools or resources. I mean, is, is that landing those metaphors? Some, the, Some. the word we use is categories. Okay. And so when you have a new category to understand the, the world, mm -hmm. then you see things differently. So it's, um, the like when you first learned about lighting remember okay. yeah 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 before for video and lighting. all that mm -hmm. yeah let's just say before you knew that you didn't you didn't see lighting as a category you just things were worked and they didn't work right. and now you can look at lighting and go oh they're missing their edge light like you can kind of you have a new category to see how it's it's there or when you how important audio is right. and you see people this great video quality and just a audio that that sounds it's like the microphone's too far away and then right. you know if you didn't if you didn't have an eye for that or an ear for that or a category for that you wouldn't even pick it up. And so we create categories around framing. We create categories around things like called tie downs. We create categories around the brain and human behavior that people before coming to the course would have never even seen or noticed in themselves and in others. But when you spend enough time in those categories, you see things, body language categories, right? Little cues on where you stand, where you put your hands, where, because people don't even know where to put their hands when they're on stage or even on camera. Mm -hmm. And so the, you'll notice that we, I use my hands. Right, and so this right. is what we call the influence zone. If it's not visible, it doesn't do anything. It just creates a little novelty on screen. Those are categories, and so we teach the categories so they see the world differently. But then a specific sequence—only three steps—that they put all of that in, and so it becomes very easy to do. So, is a lot of your categories then, and what they're being, you know, equipped to to do, is to be more influential. All of it is about creating influence. Yeah. Everything. And is it, yeah. is it not just externally with other people? Is it also with themselves? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Or is it more of an awareness thing? All, all of it, all of I'd it. say. Okay. We have to influence ourselves. And right. you know, when we influence ourselves, it's a posture. Right. You know, there's a concept of saying, okay, well, we know what we think affects our body. So if I'm mm -hmm. sad, I'll look sad, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll sound sad. Right. Well, what if I'm sad, but I pretend to be happy with my body? Does that send the chemical information back to the brain because the brain is sending it to the body but can the body send it to the brain mm -hmm. the, the research shows absolutely and so you can be you can think your way into a new way of behaving mm -hmm. you can also behave your way into a new way of thinking and ah, so that ho 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 for those that missed it say it again <laughs> you can think your way into a new way of behaving which is typically how we approach things i gotta think so i can behave yeah. But you can also behave your way into a new way of thinking, which means if you don't feel confident, but you start standing confidently, mm -hmm. that all of a sudden it triggers parts of the brain that trigger more testosterone, more serotonin, things in the brain that really start saying, okay, maybe I am confident here. And so the big piece is, okay, what if I pretend or fake it till I make it? The truth is, from the, uh, Amy Cuddy's book, Presence, mm -hmm. it's not fake it till you make it. It's fake it till you become it because mm -hmm. your brain chemistry starts changing. And when we help people understand their body first, because that's one of the first things, because that's what communicates first. Right. If Our body language, anything visual, is communicating before we even speak. Mm -hmm. And so we fix that first. We teach very basic pieces around posture, where to put your hands, what we call the influence zone between your belly button and your eyes, and having your hands in that area so that we're communicating the right message. We, we stop things like fig leafing where they cover up you know, certain parts of their body. And unintentionally, 
but it's communicating things of how they're feeling. So they create the self-awareness around their body first to then put what we call, it's the source. Now you're about to speak. So let's not speak yet. Let's look at what, where are you coming from? Are you speaking from your head to try to sound cool and, and methodical? Or are you speaking from the heart to really connect and be authentic? Mm-hmm. So we've got to create access to the source first, mm-hmm. which would be your, your, your heart, memories, values, all that stuff. That requires an exp- exploration. Then we teach people the sequence to communicate it in a way that the listener's brain can hear it. And that is all about a sequence. It has to follow a sequence, specific okay. one. So a sequence to have better impact and influence with whoever you're speaking with. Yes. Okay. It's 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 so the brain listens. If I if I attack you first, yeah, I, I already down. know I'm triggering parts of the brain to shut you down. And so, right. but if I if I you know if I'm giving feedback, I don't start with what you didn't wrong. I start with what mm-hmm. I liked first. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just we know the sequence already. There's just a endless amount of other applications to the sequence to get people to understand. We know the concept of framing. Uh-huh. We understand life through frames of reference. And so if I say used car salesman, what word comes to mind? Yeah. Cheesy, uh, dishonest. Yeah. All of those things. So those, if I know that the sequence, the first word comes out of my mind, I say, yeah, I'm a used car salesman. You can trust me. <laughs> and if I'm, if I'm have any level of self-awareness, I know that I've triggered a frame of reference for you, which clouds as a filter between everything I say. So I say, you can trust me. I'm a used car salesman. You're going to laugh. But if I say to you, say, you know, my grandfather was actually in Cuba. And when my mother was very young and her older sister, they wanted to get out of Cuba. And so my grandfather wrote a letter to the president of the United States at the time. I think it was Hoover. He said, if you get me and my family out of this country, I'll come and fight for yours. Somehow I made it to the right person and they pulled my grandfather and his family out of Cuba and he did his service in the American Armed Forces for eight years. After that time was done, traveling all over the world, they landed in the American dream, quote unquote, in Homestead, Florida. Now, if you know anything about Homestead, Florida, not much of an American dream at the time. Mm. Wasn't anything there except Patrick Air Force Base. So his ability to earn an income was limited to how far he could walk. Mm. But there was somebody who believed in my grandfather so much that, that he got him into an older vehicle. And that older vehicle gave my grandfather access to be able to drive 50, 75, 100 miles to have better employment, higher income, and ultimately changing the trajectory of his life, my mother's life, and ultimately my life. And that person who believed in my grandfather was a used car salesman. Oh, and so, yeah. oh, oh, right to the heart, man. Yeah, and so now all of a sudden, because I understand sequence, that frame of reference is first. And the frame of reference is going to be created by either you or from, by me. And if I'm going to allow you to create it, you're going to create it based on your experience. And I already know that used car salesman has a negative frame of reference. I got to claim that first. Mm. So I'm going to do what's called claiming the frame. And so I'm going to claim that frame before you do. And so now all of a sudden you don't even have a, a chance to frame it. Cause I did. And you heard it the way I wanted you to and the way I intended to. So now here's what's crazy. Frames are constructs of reality. Frames are what help change perception. So I can help you change the perception of the words used car salesman by framing it first. And frames equal reality. Therefore, frames alter reality. And so that's where we get into the really deep stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about this again in the context of, of listening. I love that example, by the way. Um, it, it, if, you know, if I'm going to put this in simple terms, it reminds me of like when, you know, if I've ever tried to convey not as uh, eloquent of, uh, of an example you gave right there, but convey to originators and real estate agents your opening statement. 
you know, which in a simple sentence might be, you know, would you mind if I take a moment to explain why we're different or something to that effect? You know what I mean? Well, I think that's, well, I think that's a frame of politeness and, <laughs> you know, it's a frame of, of saying, I respect your time. Uh-huh. You know, there could be uh, a frame of saying a lot of people think what I do is a commodity. Mm-hmm. But I think you'll see after about two minutes as to how this might affect your future. Mm. If you don't mind, I'd like to share why. Mm. Well, they go, sure, it could yeah. be one way. Some people say, what's your price? So they're functioning under a frame. Every, every conversation is a battle of frame. Mm-hmm. And they're, the frame in a negotiation, they're saying, who's, who has more value, you or me? If I'm trying to buy your business, I'm trying to, to devalue the frame so I can get the lowest price. You're trying to increase the frame value to get the highest price. And who's going to win that frame battle? If there's a frame in negotiation of a job, what's the, what's the value? What frame are we functioning under? Mm. We have moral authority frames that we can work with people. You know, where we can say, you know, I can say to you, say, you know, one of the things I love about you, Jeff, is you've always been very honest with me. And so I'm going to ask you this question. And so just by me saying that phrase ahead of time, tease you up to be more honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know, there's so many applications for frame. I'm just obviously in relationships, personal business, you know, uh, speaking to clients, like I said, the first words out of your mouth kind of, you know, can set the frame or adjust the frame that they already have. Yeah. It, mm. It's everything is frame. And so the frame helps me understand a message. But it doesn't create influence. That's a big is, is a big, frame though, not to interrupt, but a frame could be like asking, let's tell me if this is not a frame. Uh, have you ever bought a home before? Is this your first purchase, for example? Um is, that's more of a question. Where yeah. would you go next? Let me hear it. Yeah, yeah. It, I know. That's a, I was kind of thinking exactly the same thing. It's not necessarily se- setting up the frame because you still haven't changed or shifted their understanding or perception might, of what X might, is. You might want to say is how important is building wealth to you? Okay. And uh, they say important. very yeah. important. Yeah. Yes. And, well, if I could show you a way that is considered the number one way to do that, that is sitting right in front of you, mm. would you be open to it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, well, it's not, actually nothing new. It's the real estate. Well, and now my brain's starting to really click in. It's like I'm thinking in the market we're in as well, where we've got low inventory, multiple bid offer situation. That's another opportunity to set the frame, you know, for what the current market is and my value to you. I think right now one of the biggest opportunities that agents have in loan officers to help agents is to show agents that, that not all pre-approvals are the same. Mm. Mm. They're just not the same. And, you know, it's, I'll, I'll give you an example. And you show up and let's say that you're hungry and you show up to a party and there's one slice of pizza left. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's you and two other people that show up yep. and the, p- the pizza costs a dollar. Mm-hmm. And the first guy says, well, I got a dollar. It's ripped in half and crumpled up. I think if you tape it together, you can use it. <laughs> Second guy says, I got a dollar. It's in all pennies. He throws them on the table and you show up with a crisp dollar bill all have the same value yeah who's going to get the deal yeah and say so the reason i share that with you is because this one crisp dollar bill there's no question behind it we don't have to tape it together we don't have to count all the pieces it just works and so that's how a lot of pre-approvals are in our industry and here let me tell you about why ours is like this crisp dollar and so now i use the crisp dollar that little three-step example as a frame 
to create a, the concept difference, understanding that conceptually not all things are equal. I'm going to apply the concept of not all things are equal to the topic at hand, which is uh, pre-approval letters. Yeah. And so then, of course, you have to have something unique. You have to have things like guarantees. You have to have the things like that. But if you can get that far with somebody, you're already setting yourself apart in that moment. Mm. So do you go through exercises that um, will help people you know, create frames for different situations? That's what the whole event is about. It's, oh. We help people understand what we call their origin story. Their origin story is their biggest, most powerful frame framing device we call it we do exercises to to use you know like uh, i'll give you an example look around your room grab a grab a um this is one of the exercises we do grab any prop anything in your room anything just grab it something nearby prop 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 back here book you want me to actually grab it or grab yeah so yeah whatever it is grab whatever it is what book is it my book Disrupt or right. die. Disrupt or die. Perfect. Okay, so disrupt or die, great prop. So now give me a current event that's happening right now. So we'll call it the, the message. Current event. Go. Uh, go with like uh, like uh, the fact that inventory is yeah, yeah, inventory sure. is low. Yeah. Okay, so inventory is low. And so now give me a lesson you want me to give at the end of it. We call that a tie down. That's what I'm trying to influence you to do. So it could be, hey, why you should brush your teeth. You could be something as crazy as why leadership's important. Well, or, I mean, why you need to create content. Why you need to create content. Okay, perfect. So uh, I was just, you know, a good friend of mine wrote this book called Disrupt or Die. Now he's been doing podcasts for five years. He's been sort of a student of, of looking at different industries and talking to so many different people, the people that are doing the same thing and also the people that are taking the risk to try to go out and disrupt. And what I love about his book is that he's really challenging all of us to get out there and really try to disrupt the status quo. And so when we look at the current environment and the amount of inventory shortage we have, I'm telling you, the same approach isn't going to help an agent or a loan officer break through what's going on. You've got to think from a disruptive mindset. What is going to be different? And how do we actually listen to what's happening out there right now? And so the one of the most powerful ways that we can disrupt is actually getting our message out there. And video right now, it's been proven over and over and over and over again, is to be one of the most watched and the most listened to forms of creating media. And so you have to start creating content on video on what makes you unique and what's the disruptive idea that you have so that we can actually start getting through to people in a new way. So start creating new content. And so I just used all three of those in the sequence yeah. to deliver a message. I just got my script for my video too, so for the book. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, they'll 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 challenge me with like uh, you know this this iPhone holder and uh, a crushed grape and then you know deflate gate and then why you should brush your teeth and we got to come up with the same thing. So we teach people the skill of being able to really grab from your environment and being able to put a story together because there there's stories everywhere. There's framing devices everywhere. Yeah, I know. There's so many applications. And I think, look, if all you did was get better at how you frame conversations with prospects and partners, I mean, that's a winner right there. You're going to be much more successful in influencing people to choose you or whatever the case is. For sure. Absolutely. Lovely. I agree. All right. So look at for sake of time, hopefully this has been educational for people. I know we only have a few minutes left, but, and, and you know, we could go on and on, we could go deep into the brain, but you know, rather than do that, let's tell people, cause this is the first chance that they, they have to see you for an entire day 
um, to do to conduct your Amplify live event, which I know previous to this has been very small group, very exclusive, that kind of stuff. So I was thrilled to see this come out. So what do you want to tell those listening about Amplify? And we'll share links in the show notes and all that. But what should they expect to come when they attend Amplify live in Vegas, August 19th, baby, where I live right now. So come on, let's go. Come to Vegas. I'll show you off the strip where it's really at. All right. So what's, <laughs> what should people know? <laughs> Well, we're going to have, uh, we're limited to 500 people and yeah. this is a one day, very interactive event. And so we're going to have, I mean, one, just to be in the room with the, t the top producers that are already uh, coming. That's one thing that I've been fortunate of is that we've had some of the nation's biggest and best producers, you know, billions and billions and billions of dollars are going to be represented in that room. Right. And so, I mean, we had literally one of our sessions, 10 people represented $3.7 billion of production to give you an idea of the people that are going to be in the room. And then we've got newbies, people that are just there to invest in themselves. But we're going to be going through not a replacement to Amplify, because Amplify is at $5,000 a person, which in 2022 is going to be going up. We are literally sold out for all of 2021. We had to, I had to literally cancel a vacation, move two things around to create four new dates. And so that's, that's cool. But yeah. we, just, we had the opportunity to do a live event sort of on the on the beginnings of the Originator Connect conference, which uh, I'll be speaking at as well. Barry Habib's going to be there. Uh, Rob Crisman's going to be there. Eric Mitchell. We've got some huge. Nick Carpenter, Kai McBride, I believe, is speaking. So some really, really, really cool speakers are going to be there. And so we're going to have a full day. It's 500 bucks, 495 um, But you guys, I give, I give you and your listeners a code. Yep. And for 100 bucks off, what did, we, what did you decide it was? Radio 100? Radio 100 is the code. We'll put, uh, so the website, we'll just do that right now. So if you want to register for this, which, by the way, if you've been a listener and follower for, of mine for any time, I'm just telling you, you need to be there. Okay. Flat out that simple. I'm, of course, going to be there. And, you know, um, I only bring the best on this podcast. So, you know, you're getting that with Renee. Here's the website amplifylive.com and that's spelled a-m-p-l-i-f-i-i live.com we'll link it two in the eyes. show notes yep two eyes amplify two eyes live.com use the code radio 100 you get 100 bucks off so that's awesome renee back to you what, what else do you want to say about it yeah i mean we're gonna have uh, uh we're gonna have some strong people i've got some special guests that, that i won't reveal just yet that we're going to have some very different kinds of interviews. The people that aren't going to be talking about their products and anything, people are going to be talking about their journey yeah. into speaking, their journey as to why, and some of their hidden secrets as to why we follow them, why we listen to them, and people that you know for sure. Yep. And so it's going, to be, it's going to be fun. We've got a fun day planned. Hey, listen, live events are back. Vegas is back. I can tell you that because I was down there last weekend. Um, so listen, it's in the show notes. It's incredibly affordable, especially for anybody who's been in this business all of last year. It's a no brainer. It's a drop in the bucket. Um, AmplifyLive.com with two eyes in the show notes. Promo code radio 100 save you 100 bucks. But I will tell you this book now because Vegas hotels are filling up fast, yeah, super fast. So this event's going to fill up fast. That's where we've we've literally barely launched it, and we're we've got a lot of people coming. So it's it's going to fill very fast. Yeah, and for sure. Again, you get a free entrance to Originator Connect with your purchase of our event. Yeah, so. which also that's huge, huge value add because that's a decent event too as well. And there's we get some yeah. good presenters there, and it's I mean people are dying to get back face to face and network anyway. So this is your chance. I think this is probably the first event in um, Vegas for the mortgage industry. Uh, yep. this year if i'm not correct that's so, one of them that's for sure all right listen we have literally seven minutes left but i'm gonna i'm gonna do something different uh, i haven't done this in a while i've got these cards what are they called they're called pod decks <laughs> pod decks yeah yep have you seen these i have 
Okay, I just I randomly... have not used them. I have not used them. I gave them to a fr- to Megan and Andre. Yeah, two good okay. friends. Okay, well, uh, uh, sometimes they're silly questions. Sometimes you know, I'm trying to pick out a question that I think might be relevant for you. But let's just have some fun. If there was a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? <laughs> a sandwich named after me. That's easy. It's a filet mignon sandwich, right? Yep. Filet mignon meat sliced with a garlic aioli, raw red onion, one small slice of pepper jack cheese. The garlic aioli, I make it, on Hawaiian bun toasted Ooh, with butter. there you go. Nice, nice. Yeah. Toasted with butter. Toasted, it has to be toasted. <laughs> that Hawaiian yeah. bun has that extra little sweetness to uh, it. It's amazing. That's yeah, fantastic. I make those all the time. Now you got me hungry, man. <laughs> all right listen uh appreciate you being here now you're super busy once again amplify two eyes live.com radio 100 links in the show notes renee we'll see you in vegas man i can't wait brother thank you so much for having me on all right and everybody you know what to do if you like this episode first of all go register and number two make sure you leave us a review uh wherever you're listening to this appreciate you we'll see you on the next one bye for now Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.